Well, we are so blessed that you're here this morning. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for watching. We are uh, going to uh, receive this morning's tithes and offerings, worship God with our giving. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for what God's doing, what he has done. And I just believe God's caused an increase to come super, supernaturally. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you need an envelope, they're right there in the seat pockets in front of you. Or if you're giving, uh, uh, you know, by check, if the seat pockets right there, get an envelope. If you're giving online and stuff, you know how to do all that. We will be taking a, you know, a special offering at the end as we always do for all of our guest speakers. Praise the Lord. You know, we just do that to, to honor them. But this is our regular tithes and offerings this morning. Amen. We just believe in God for good things. God, God's got a great thing. He's got good stuff in store. Amen? He does. And he's going to meet and supply all of our needs. And I'm praying for you to be blessed abundantly. Amen. Because I know you're givers and you're tithers, your blessings. Hallelujah. So we honor God for that. Amen? All right. Well, let's, let's pray over this offering right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you, Father, hallelujah, that as we purpose in our heart to give, Father, we do. We just love you and praise you. Thank you, Father, for all these folks that are here that are giving. Father, and all those that are watching, they know how to give and sow. And, Lord, I just honor you. I honor you and thank you that you're, you're just so good, so wonderful, that you always do exceeding abundantly above all that we could even ask or think, Lord. And it's according to the power that works within us. And, Lord, we honor you today. We just thank you that we believe that every need is met at Harvest Bible Church and in the lives of every individual. And we thank you for it now. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's receive this offering. And I come on, Miss Leticia. Good morning. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. So excited this morning. Lots happening. Welcome online. (laughs) I do have a few announcements for you. Ladies, I know you've been patiently waiting. We are opening registrations today for our ladies retreat in May. Yes. Very exciting. We also, it's going to be 250, 250 for the weekend, which covers your lodging, your, we'll have meals catered and lots of surprises. Um, Miss Pam always, always plans an amazing retreat. So it'll be very exciting. We will have registration out in the lobby. Me and Angelica, I'm so excited, I'm out of breath. <laughs> uh, we'll be at the table there to take your payments. We also have shirts and sweatshirts for this retreat. Yeah. Yes, very cute. We will have sample shirts out there so you can, I know you ladies like to touch and feel and look at sizes. <laughs> so we'll have those out there so you can see. You can also order these as well with your registration. Um, you won't receive them until you get to the retreat, um, but you can start ordering those now. So it's lots of exciting things. If you have any questions, we'll have ladies at the table with the shirts to answer all your questions. We'll have brochures with all the information. So it's going to be exciting. (laughs) So I look forward to that. Also, we still have tickets for our Passover, our Seder experience. We still have um, about half of the tickets left. So you're more than welcome to purchase those as well with us at the table. Um, And those are available after service. And those are $15 each. Lots of exciting things the next couple months. But that will be on Good Friday, April 7th. Um, and you can purchase those also with, with Angelica and myself. 
And guys, you have your men's breakfast this coming Saturday, or, uh, yeah, Saturday at 8 a.m. <laughs> and Pat's got a good steak and eggs going on for you. <laughs> so, um, but he does need to know who's, um, who, how many are going to be coming. So we will have a sign-up sheet right outside in the lobby. So make sure you sign up if you want your steak. If you don't sign up, no steak. There you go. Come so on. remember that. No signy, no steaky. <laughs> so that is Saturday at 8 a.m. Lots of exciting things. Well, that's it for announcements. I wish everyone an amazing Sunday. Uh, junior high and high school, you are dismissed. Amen. Uh, so the sign-up sheet is back there for you guys. I guess they passed the sign-up sheet around at the last breakfast, and you guys signed up, but you still got to re-sign up out back here, okay? Uh, just so we know they're not trusting that you're going to remember. So, amen. Glory to God. Hey, before I introduce uh, Pastor Kristen Belinda here, uh, we have a very special person in our, in our church that's actually going to be moving away here because uh, our sons live in, in San Francisco there. And so it's Miss Kate Ferrer here, and she's been precious and sweet, and we love you, you know. And... Uh, She's not going to find a church as good as ours, but we're going to try to find her a church there. Uh, it just is not, there is none, one exists, so it's okay. But, you know, Miss Kate, well, I'd like to, Mr. Pamela, come here. Let's just, we're just going to pray with her right now. Thank you for sending her off here. So you just stay seated there. It's all good. We just love you and praise you. Praise the Lord. Amen for you. Father, we just thank you for Miss Kate. Thank you for just her being with us for all these years and your hand upon her. Thank you, Father, for this new adventure as she gets closer to her sons. And Lord God, thank you that you're going to lead, guide, and direct her to the right church, to the one that will be a blessing to her that she'll enjoy, and they'll take care of her like we have. And Father, we thank you for that. Thank you, Father God. You just continue to give health and healing to her body. In Jesus' name, we just thank you for her, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is, God is good, amen? You know, I'm going to introduce Pastor Kristen Belinda. They're very, very dear to my heart. You know, he, he took over the church that I left to come out here and start this church. Okay, just so you know, he's the pastor of Pittsburgh Christian Fellowship. He was also on staff with me for many years, and uh, he can tell you that all the stories I tell you are true. Okay, I mean, I have, I have Jenny sitting out here. She, she verifies a lot of them too, okay? And uh, I know you don't think that there's, that there's no way those crazy stories, but he actually has 28 years of more crazy stories than I do, because I've been here for 28 years. He's been in the inner city of Pittsburgh for 28 years, pastoring, and uh, it is, it is, it is. It's an amazing thing of what he's done, his faithfulness, and uh, uh, he's just, he's just as precious uh and I tell you, I have never met a finer guy in all of my life. He's just a blessing, and I love him. Uh, you know, we have great respect for one for another, uh, especially because of what he's done and, and Valinda, too. They just have been present. They've got two wonderful daughters that are in ministry with them. And, uh, in fact, his daughter is preaching this morning at the church there in Pittsburgh. So, hallelujah, we're just blessed. And so, I want you to give an incredibly warm welcome to Pastor Chris and Belinda DeMarc right now. Thank you. <laughs> Pastor Chris, come on. <laughs> I 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I check to see if I'm on. Am I on? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. First, I want to honor Pastor Mark. Uh, he's my pastor. And he's a pastor of pastors. You have an awesome pastor, a man of God here. He's awesome. Amen. And uh, and I want to honor Pastor Pam. She's the first lady of this church. She's just a wonderful woman of love. Everybody loved her. You know, and we love her too, and we thank God. Pastor Mark married me and Belinda on April 4th. 1987. Look at that. I passed the test. You know, we've been married 36 years ago. ago. And this is my wonderful wife, Belinda. We met on the front row of church. And I married her fresh off the farm. (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead. Go ahead. Say something. Yes, I grew up on a farm. And God can take a farm girl and move her to the city and do marvelous things. (laughs) I still love the country. (laughs) But God is good. And he's good to each and every one of us. He's good to you. And God is moving. God is moving. And, you know, God's given you a new family. I I just sense God is going to give you a church family. Not just a church, but a church family that will take care of you. You know, uh, God is a loving God and he cares about each and every one of us. You know, he will meet your needs. Not not always when we think. But he will meet your needs. Amen. And one thing I was sensing is just to continue to walk in love. You know, somebody may offend you. Don't take the offense. You know, you may have to walk through it a little bit and pray for that person, whoever's trying to offend you, because you're not taking it. You're not going to be offended. But walk in love, pray through it, and he will bring you out the other side. It only lasts for this long. We think it's so terrible when we're going through something, but God brings us through to the other end, and it's glorious. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. And Pastor Mark, uh, I, I went to Penn State University. And so when we have people in our church who went to the state pen. And I'm not lying either. <laughs> and, and, and praise God. And my two daughters, my one daughter went to uh, Duquesne University, graduated in music. The other daughter went to Kent State University, and she graduated in art. They both took art education and everything, so God is so good. The first sermon I've ever heard Pastor Mark preach was Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It was awesome. It was on a Wednesday night. It was praise God. It was really wonderful. And Pastor Mark always say this. We say this in the church, uh, even back in the days, that he was so I want to start with it. We say, God is, say, God is good. good. And he's good to me. me. Say, God is good. good. All the time. time. And when we serve a good God, he's good all the time. And we've been saying that for 36 years that I know, but it was probably longer than that. So praise God. God is so good. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. I consider honor and a privilege to share the word with you here this morning. And uh, just say, say, thank God for the word. Say, the Bible is God speaking to me. Hey, turn to your neighbor, say, you're going to be blessed today. Go ahead, turn to your neighbor, say, you're going to be blessed. Turn back to your neighbor, say, I'm going to be blessed today. Yeah, you're, you're going to be blessed today. How many came to be blessed today? I'm blessed already, man. We had a wonderful worship time. 
and the worship team was singing, we're going to preach on today, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So let's go ahead and pray. I like to rev up my engine. And if you had cars and stuff like you like to rev up your engine before you take off. And so we're going to go ahead and take off. Father God, we ask your blessing upon your word. And Father, I pray that every ear will be a listener, every heart will be an open and receptive heart. And Father God, I pray as I open my mouth, I would speak the oracles of God. Father God, that people would hear God speaking to them today in this place. They would be edified, they would be encouraged, they would be stirred, that they would be drawn close to you. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, what? Amen and amen. So our text today is taken from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if Jesus saved yesterday, he will save today. If Jesus healed yesterday, he will heal today. Uh, Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I forgot to mention about uh, uh, Jenny Hex here and Brian's here. Praise God. They're really good friends of mine. And and God just did wonderful things. When she was in Pittsburgh, she was our children's pastor. And she was the best one that we ever had. And then Brian came and he swept her off her feet. And, 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 and he married her. He sweet talked her and married her and he brought her over here. Praise God. And, and just wonderful things happened. And you, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I, I, and she had babies and they all grown up and everything like that and everything. I was a football player and I, I wrestled for Penn State University. They would just won the national championship and everything. And they weren't too bad shoddy back in the day either. And, and, and I played a a lot of football, but Pastor Mark, Jenny was the best athlete at her college. She got the most valuable, uh, she went to Westminster co- uh, co- College, and she get, and so Pastor Mark's a real good basketball player, she's a real good basketball player. We've got another fellow who traveled with athletes in action, so they had a great idea to take me to play basketball with them one day. Uh, okay, and, and so Jenny was setting a pick, and I didn't hear her say pick, and she was on the other team and everything, and she would guard me, and you know what, she would set that pick and Lord have mercy on her soul because I would just go running right in there and knock her right on the ground <laughs> and then I would pick her up and I said oh Jenny I'm so sorry and she set another pick and I knocked her right on the ground <laughs> and then she set another pick and I knocked her right on the ground <laughs> you know and then we said oh maybe we ought to quit <laughs> <laughs> so we quit and we went home <laughs> yeah and, and, and everything like that and she's just so awesome she brought we did a children's outreach and i knew you do wonderful things here she brought in 30 tons of sand and we had a beach party because in the city you don't have any there isn't any beach we have the asphalt jungle it's just asphalt and concrete and so we had that and she and we had a wonderful time people still talk about that to this day and, and it was just a wonderful time outreach i think people got saved and all all kinds of things. God is a miracle-working God. He's a miracle-working God. One one time I was, uh, and that's what we want to just talk about, how God is so wonderful. Uh, We were talking about being led by the Spirit. I was led by the Spirit to call a sister in our church and say, how's how's she doing that morning? She said, Pastor Chris, my husband just died in the house. Can you get over here? I said, hot dog, I can get over there. I got over there. You know, we prayed, me and another fellow prayed. God rose him from the dead. God rose him from the dead. Uh, praise God. I was with Jenny, uh, too, and we went camping. We took all these kids camping one time, and, and it was like a monsoon. Sometimes in, in Pennsylvania, we get a monsoon. You just had your, your big rain here and everything, uh, and everything like that. And, we, and it got all muddy, and we had to get out of there. We had to get out of there, uh, um, and the, 
the, the church van was stuck in the mud. Do you know the working of miracles happened? What happened was this van weighed about 2,000 to 4,000 pounds. And the most I could ever lift was about 300. Clean and jerk, maybe some late withers in here. And uh, 300, that's all I could do and everything. But I picked up this van that weighed 2,000 pounds. She was there. She was there. She saw it happen. I picked up this church van, put it on the road. She was like, praise the Lord, we're out of here. <laughs> It's a, it's a true story. You know, stuff like this happens every day. Every day. And it's going to happen every day here in your life too. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So we're, the first point I want to share with you is be strong and very courageous. Be strong and courageous. And so we're going to take a look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. It says, There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. For as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For, for to this people you should divide the inheritance of the land which I swear in the fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do all the law which Moses, my servant, has commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand, to the left, that thou mayest prosper, whither, wherever you go. And this book of law should not depart on your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you mayest observe to do according to all that is written in. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid. Amen. Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God is with you. Amen. How many are saved here this morning? How many are saved? Amen. God is with you. And we, are, we do have the Almighty God. He is a God of miracles. And he does miracles today. And in Romans 8, verse 39, it says, Nor, nor height, nor death, nor any crea- other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Galatians 6, verse 9 says, And let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Amen. So I want to encourage you today, don't lose heart. You just keep on going. You keep on going. You, you just keep on going. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. And First Chronicles 16, verse 34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Amen. That's one of my favorite scriptures. I have a lot of favorites. But his mercy <laughs> endures forever. Forever. And God is a God of mercy. And so I tell myself, that Pastor Mark used to tell me all the time, whenever he left, he said, Chris, walk in love and don't spend all the money. And I said, what? I always said, what money? <laughs> but he was prophesying that we were going to have money. And I was like, oh, wow, he's such a man of love. You know, I found out years later, he, he was getting paid the same that I was getting paid. I was like, oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But God bless him. And he, he deserved the blessing. We, we have to bless the man of God. I'm going to talk about that at the end. And, but the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace or thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And, and, and Psalm 46, verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the the nations, I'll be exalted in the earth. Amen. And Luke 1 verse 37 says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible. So if you're in a situation here this morning, you just believe God. Believe God, nothing is will be impossible. In Isaiah 41, verse 10, it says, So do not fear, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. And 2 Timothy 1, verse 7 says, What? For God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
Say it with me. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. And so if you feel like you're, man, I feel like I'm losing my mind. No, no, no. You're not going to lose your mind. God, God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. So you have a sound mind. You're not losing your mind. You have the mind of Christ. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's my favorite scripture. I believe in Pastor Mark's was John 3.16, right? Was it John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So we have to believe, amen? How many believers we got here? Amen. So if God could take a 17-year-old Catholic boy and save him and change his life around, he, he can change your life around. Amen. And you say, well, you, you know, he had religion. Well, a lot of people in the inner city, they don't had any religion whatsoever, okay, and, and uh, it's just dog eat dog, it, you, what I mean is just, just go for it, you, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, I'll do you in before you do me in, or whatever, but praise God, they need Jesus, amen. don't they need Jesus, amen, praise God, God is so good, and we've reached a lot of people for Jesus, and Pastor Mark showed me how to walk in love, and not, not to spend all the money. So, so you husbands, you can say that to your wife. <laughs> Uh-oh, excuse me, I better come back hide, hide, hide under here. Amen? Or wife, say that to your husband. Now, Jesus is the answer. So the first point was, was be strong and very courageous, and just remember Jesus is the answer. And Pastor Mark always said that too, Jesus is the answer. And, and uh, you just did a thing on creation. I heard Pastor Pam had that, uh, you know, when you had the Jurassic thing and everything like that. But how God, God is the one who created it all. Yeah. And he's created. If he's the one he created, he's the one who can fix it. Yes. Amen. Amen. If you have a bad eye, God can fix your bad eye. Yeah. If you have a bad ear, God can fix your bad ear. If you have a bad back, God can fix your bad back. Whatever, whatever it is, you have a difficult financial situation, God can, God can fix it. And John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same was the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him. For without nothing, without Him was not anything made that, made that was made. And in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended in us. Let your light shine in the darkness. Amen. People need to see your light. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, people like to talk about football and stuff like that, right? And, and, and you know, I'm from, I'm from Pittsburgh, so people like to talk about what? The Steelers. And they're not shameful about it. Man, I bleed black and gold. <laughs> and maybe some, how many 49ers fans? The 49ers almost made it this year. They almost made it. They came a lot closer than the Steelers did. <laughs> okay, but, you know, if you could talk about that, you could talk about Jesus. Amen. You could talk about Jesus. You could share about all the good things that Jesus did in your life. You know, you can just step right up and tell it so that people will know what God has done in your life. Just tell them about it. Tell them about what Jesus has done for you. And you think of his goodness and what he's done for you. You can dance, 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 dance all night. (laughs) All night. You can dance all night. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is so good. That's not in my notes either. (laughs) But what's the first thing that has to happen? You got to get born again. 
you, you got to get born again. In John 3, 3, the Bible says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Most surely I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said, now, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time in his mother room? And, and Jesus answered, Most surely I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Mar- uh, uh, and he says, Do not marvel that I said unto you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it. You cannot tell where it comes and where, it, where it's from. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And we need to be led by the Spirit, too. I was just exhorting my church on Wednesday, be led by the Spirit. I believe that you're going to have eyes to see. Say, say I have eyes to see. I believe you're going to have ears to hear. Ears to hear. And you need to be expecting the Holy Spirit to, to open your eyes so you have eyes to see. I believe some of you are going to have words of knowledge. You're going to have words of wisdom. You're going to have discerning the spirits. I, I, I mean, I was praying for one guy uh, this Wednesday, and, and, and his eyes rolled back in his head. His eyes turned black. And I was like, oh, my God, he's got a demon. <laughs> and he didn't want to be down there. Some, some lady, a nice lady in the church, she dragged him down there. She dragged him down there. Yeah, but I just said, you know something, sir, you can just go back to your seat, okay? He was like, okay. Because <laughs> God didn't tell me to do anything. A person convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. That's what my mom used to say. That's not scripture. But, but, but people, people have to want to be set free. And, and, and you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And whom the Son is set free is free indeed. And Jesus came that we might have life. And that we might have it, what, more abundantly. And that we have that life more abundantly. And praise God. And just, we just keep on believing. Amen. Keep on believing. Keep, keep on believing. And Pastor Mark's such a good pastor. We had an interracial Our church is interracial. And we just love everybody. And he just comes through the doors. Praise, praise God. We just love him. And, they, and there's a beer distributor right next door, you know. And so everybody comes in. They have more business than anybody in the whole town. <laughs> And then when we had that, that, that beach show, they all came over and watched all these drunks and everything, alcoholics. Like, whoa, you're having a really good time. What are you drinking? And we're like, we're drinking the Holy Ghost. <laughs> what, what are you drinking? We're drinking the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And see, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came what? That we might have life. And then we might have it more abundantly. Amen. And you just keep on believing, keep on believing, keep on believing, and you receive. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Just keep being strong and courageous. Keep on going. Keep on going. And keep on going. And and John 14, 14, Jesus said, who said it? Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Now, Pastor Mark told me you're believing God for good things here at your church. Then just keep on believing. And you just ask anything in your name, and he'll do it. And, but God is God. I am not God. People come to me, and they say, uh, uh, Pastor Chris, why don't you get me a new car? <laughs> and, and I'm like, I just tell them straight out, I am not God. <laughs> I am not God. You believe God. And what things soever you desire when you pray, you believe, you believe that you receive them, and, and, and you shall have them. Amen. So you believe. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so then after you get saved, you got to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. Get filled with the Holy Spirit. But I forgot to tell you this. Uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And the Bible says, and every, every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Sometimes people talk bad about other people. Okay. But you just don't receive that. And it says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Uh, so uh, how are we made righteous? By the blood of Jesus. 
Say, by, by the blood of Jesus, I'm righteous. That means you have right standing with God. By the blood of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, how long does that take? It just takes an instant, just like that. It doesn't matter what you've done wrong or, or, or what you went through or whatever. You're made righteous by the blood of Jesus. And there's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. And when you sing the old Pentecostal songs, I know Pastor Pam probably knows that there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. I like those old country ones. Amen. But we're, we're, we're made righteous by the blood of Jesus. So there's no guilt for you today. There's no condemnation. No condemnation. Amen. You're standing before God with right standing with God and God can answer your prayers. Amen. So the second thing you get filled with the Holy Spirit. And you, I know you probably all know this. You have really good pastors. In Acts 2 uh, verse 1 it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, there was one accord. That means we're supposed to be in unity. Don't let the devil let discord come in. Don't let the devil let strife come in. We're supposed to be in unity. Make sure you just get behind your pastor. Stay in unity. I know you're behind him. You love him. Amen. And stay in unity. And if somebody goes, rap, 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 you say, be quiet. <laughs> okay, come on over here so I can slap you. No, no, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We just stay in one place in one accord. Amen. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared other than them t- t- uh, 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 divided tongues as a fire and it sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Pastor Mark always say, you're probably saying, he says, be being filled. So you're filled with the Holy Spirit, but you've got to be filled with the Spirit again. You know what happens? We leak. <laughs> we leak. I get filled up in the morning, but then you're out there in the day, and you're going, and you're going. My daughter's teaching. One daughter's teaching city schools, and oh, man, it is tough ground. Tough ground. And she's like, Dad, believe God with me. They're not going to hit me today. I'm like, I'm believing God. They're not going to hit you. Yeah, praise God, because they have, they have, they have more rights than the, uh, uh, the kids, have more rights than the, than, than the students. You know, they, they, and then she said, you know, one kid today said they're a girl. And then they came back the next day and they said they're a boy. And then they came back the next day and they said, I don't know what I am. <laughs> Man, they need to get saved. <laughs> they, they, need, they need to get saved. <laughs> you know, they need to get saved and, and they won't let them talk about that either. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, and Romans 3.3 3 says this, For if some did not believe, will their unbelief make the, the, the faithfulness of God without effect? No. Some people say no. They say, well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that, Pastor Chris. I don't believe that. Well, it doesn't matter. It still works. <laughs> so I want to encourage you. You go ahead and believe. Uh, Romans 5.5 5 says, Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given unto us. Amen. So the love of God is shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. And you can love people. You can love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And you can love your neighbor as, as yourself. And, and Jesus said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as yeah. I have loved you. Now, people in Pittsburgh, they, uh, some of the people, I'm talking about unsaved people, they don't love their neighbor very much at all. And they go, I just love them the same way I love myself. Well, the problem is they don't love their self. Right. <laughs> Okay, but we need to love other people. And, and if you struggle with that, that's a growing thing. That's a quipping thing. That's a maturing thing in Christ. And, and, and that's what you have your pastor for, for the perfecting of saints, your pastors for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, so you can love other people. So you can love them. 
You know, because not, not, so, oh, serving in the church isn't always lovely. Uh, okay, not always. I, I bet you here it is, uh, a little more lovely. When you give, but, but in our church, sometimes you give somebody a donut and a coffee, and they go, like, and you're like, oh, have a nice day. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> It's the truth. <laughs> Amen. It's the truth. Amen. Amen. But you're righteous, right? How many righteous people we got here? Amen. Righteous. The Bible says the wicked flees when no man pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And you just go ahead and be righteous. You be bold as a lion. I remember the first time that happened. I, I first, uh, my first experience preaching was out on the street corners. And at Penn State University, we used to go out and preach when, when the charismatic renewal went through. And I got one out there, too. And the people were preaching. And then one fellow was up there mocking and yelling and screaming at, at the guy who was preaching. I wasn't even the guy who was preaching. And, and the Lord said, Chris, I just want you to go up there and talk to that guy. And, uh, you know, Lord just leads you sometimes step by step. And so I just went over to him. And you know what? He ran like a rabbit. <laughs> he ran like a rabbit. And then what happened? A couple months later, he got saved. And I said, brother, what happened? He, he said, well, I saw you come walking up when I was being, acting like the devil. And, 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 uh, and I said, well, what happened? Why'd you run up? He said, I thought you were going to hit me. <laughs> I wasn't going to hit him. I was just going to tell him about Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not very nice. Interrupt him. But the wicked flee. See, the wicked, when nobody pursues, but the righteous is bold as a lion. You just keep being bold as a lion for Jesus. Don't be arrogant, though, because we don't need any more arrogant people. <laughs> God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. A- amen. Praise God. So the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous is bold as a lion. A- a- amen. So, so the, the, how did you get saved? The, the word of faith is not even in thy mouth and even in the heart, the word of faith which we, we speak. Uh, um, and, and that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, that you be saved. Right. With the heart, man believes on the righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made on the salvation. Say amen. But so we need to be bold in sharing the gospel with other people. Because it says, how blessed are the feet of them that bring the gospel of peace and good news. So just look for the opportunities. Don't be crazy, because there's already enough crazy Christians in the world. (laughs) Sister Belinda, when we were on the phone, she was talking to people sitting next to her. I was sitting in the aisle. Getting run over by the, yeah, on the plane. You know, the ladies who push those carts up and down the aisle. So I did walk in love when they banged the cart into me and everything like that. So I, I guess that was the best witness I could be in that situation. <laughs> but, she, but she was talking to a lady next to her. And you just talk to the lady next to you and just love on them. And then a door will open. You can share Jesus Christ. Amen. Would take me to the next point. I, I know you don't want to have any people like that here, but I tell my, my people in our church to behave like a Christian. <laughs> to behave like a Christian. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, yeah. One lady called me this week, and I told you before, and she said, well, you, you know, uh, uh, like basically you can buy me a new car. I was like, well, uh, I just told the truth. I don't have the money to buy you a new, buy you a new car, but I can believe God with you. I can, and maybe someday I will, but I'm not going to give you the money unless God told me to. <laughs> right? I mean, my, my mom didn't raise no fool. 
right? Hey, your, your mom the same way, huh? And my mom used to say this. She said, if you don't have anything nice to say, what did she say? Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Look at that. Your mom was just same thing. She said that me too a lot when I was a teenager. But behave like a Christian. In Romans 12, verse 9, it says this. It says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor that, that what is evil. Cling to that which is good. And be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. And honor, giving preference to one another. No, you go first. No, you go first. You know? Not lagging in diligent, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, and continuing steadfast in prayer. And your church did awesome. I heard Pastor Mark told me when you went through the COVID, praise God. Hallelujah, you kept your doors open, and I'm just so proud of you guys. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It was according to your faith. Being a, a new, they, they, I'm in the, the heart of one country there. They probably would have came and arrested me and thrown me in jail for the rest of my life. So that wasn't wisdom for me. <laughs> Even though I wanted to do that, you know, praise God. In Romans 13, verse 13, it says, Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. You know, this church is amazing. You ha- you say that with me. Say, this church, this church is, amazing. is amazing. Amen. I'm going to start confessing that over my church. Because yeah, what you confess is what you possess. <laughs> and what you believe is what you receive. And I was like, I've been hearing Pastor Mark, I watch your videos sometimes. And so he always says, this church is amazing. I was like, you know, your church is amazing. Say it again. Say, this church, this church is amazing. Is amazing. A- amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. A- amen. So behave like a Christian. When you're going through a hard time, what does the Bible tell you to do? It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known unto all men that the Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. That means what you pray and then you thank God you got the answer. You, you thank God you got it. And then, and you, don't, then you just don't bellyache. I thank God I got a wonderful life. She, she says, Chris, you got to practice what you preach and make sure you don't bellyache. And I was like, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, Belinda. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's how we, that's how, that's how we, that's how we hear it. She doesn't talk like that. <laughs> and she, I, I say sometimes she's yelling at me. She's not yelling at me. She loves me. Uh, but you know, you have to be secure, guys. Uh-oh. We, we turned into marriage counseling session. <laughs> marriage counseling 101. <laughs> no, she loves you. She was telling me this morning, don't tuck your shirt in. Whatever you do, don't tuck your shirt in. Hey, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I said, I've been tucking it in for 63 years. <laughs> it's a hard habit to break. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. I got a lot of bad habits like that. When I, when I first met Pastor Mark, I, I mean, I, we would walk down the street, man, I was like a bodyguard. I had this hat on, you know, this blue hat, and I'd talk like, like Rocky. Yeah, like, yo. What? It's awesome feeling. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> what do you want? You can tell I've worked on it really hard. Because <laughs> I was originally, I was born in Syracuse, moved to, lived in Philadelphia, grew up in Philadelphia, and lived. I'm more of a Pittsburgher now. Amen. Hey, a Pittsburgher. But nobody was going to hurt Pastor Mark. Nobody was going to hurt him. I had one armor bearer. He said, Don't worry, Pastor. Don't worry about a thing. I got a knife. <laughs> this knife was like about this long. 
don't worry. As long as you're with me, everything is going to be all right. He was, he, he was from Arkansas. <laughs> and he grew up in a trailer park. <laughs> and I said, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has done. A New Living Translation says this. And then verse, verse 7, it says, and the peace of God which surpasses all our understanding shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, what sort of things are true? What sort of things are noble? What sort of things are just? What sort of things are pure? What sort of things are lovely? What sort of things are good report? If there's any virtue, if there be praise, meditate on these things. Your kids are going to be all right. You just meditate on the good things. It's going to be God, God's strong to perform his word. Amen. And the things which you've learned and received and heard and seen in me do, these things do. And the God of peace be with you. I saw that in Pastor Mark. I saw actions and I was like, I just want to act, act like him. Other, what would Jesus do? What would Pastor Mark do? I said, okay, that's what I'll do. <laughs> you know, and I know people look to me now like that. They were like, okay, what will Pastor Chris do? What will he do? That's what I want to do. I want to do. And the other people will look to you, too. You grandmas that are in here, I mean, your, your kids love you. Your grandkids, they love you. I thought, when I was growing up, I thought I had the greatest grandma in the world. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And you just keep loving on them. You influence them when they talk to you. Amen. Praise God. But I encourage people not to, don't complain. Don't complain. And 1 Corinthians 10, 10 says, and nor complain, and some did also complain, and were destroyed of the destroyer. So we don't want to complain, amen? amen? And the last thing I want to share here this morning is we have to walk in uni- unity and diversity in the body of Christ. There's diversity in the body of Christ. St- stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. When I was a swim team, and I, I was a pretty good swimmer too, believe it or not. And, uh, <laughs> and you have to swim in your lane. And, and don't get in somebody else's lane. Don't even worry about what somebody else is doing. Amen. I'm like my daughter, she's a worship. I don't worry about what she's doing for worship. I never even ask her a question. I don't do anything. That, that's not my lane. I, I can play a couple songs or a guitar or whatever, but that's not my lane. I'm not worrying about what Belinda's job is. I, I stay in your lane. Because when you're in your lane, that's where your anointing is. Your anointing is in your lane. Wherever your lane is. If you're a banker here, you be the best banker you could be to glorify the Lord. Amen. Whatever it is, whatever God's called. If you're a mom, you be the best mom you could be. Amen. If you're a dad, you be best dad you could be. If you're an uncle, if you're aunt, you just be the best person you could be. Stay, but stay in your lane. Because in your lane is where the anointing is. Amen. I worked in the nursery a couple times. Guess what? That was not my lane. <laughs> I volunteered at Rama like one time. Then they said, oh, we need people. And, and Joe Kempfish is in our church too. He graduated from Rama. He graduated from Rama. My, uh, so he, he, he and my daughter, Joya, she didn't go to Rama, but she's, she's uh, ordained through RMAI. Praise God. Uh, uh, I forgot about it. But, but he says the same thing. He says, okay, pastor, I want to stay in my lane. Don't worry about the pastor's job. You need to worry about what's your job. What, 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 what is your job? What, do you, what has God called you to do? Amen. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When God tells you, then you have faith and you walk in it. 
but standing. And where your lane is, that's the, where your anointing is. Where your anointing is. If you're working in children's church, God will use you in that anointing and to be a blessing to this church. Amen. If you're working with the youth, if you're being an usher, you just stay in your lane. Whatever your lane is that God has called you, you're a greeter, you just can be the best greeter you can be. You, you know, just stay in your lane, what God has called you to do. Amen. Uh, so God's called me to the inner city. I know I'm like a pig in slop. I, I like it. <laughs> Amen. Like how many prostitutes have you talked to today? <laughs> I usually talk to a two or three every day. <laughs> and there's nothing to worry about either. My wife knows that I love her. I have a covenant with her. And then I have to teach them that too. And I'm the preacher. Uh, I, you know. And everything, but just stay in your lane wherever, wherever God called you to be. I think you understand what I'm saying. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth. Amen. And 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13 says, and I thank God for all the people that do help in our church. Not everybody in our church is like that. You, and you've got to remember that. You've got to have more people pulling with you than, than pulling you down, right? You're right. And, and, and 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So just make sure you keep walking in love. Just walking in love. And share the gospel because 2 Corinthians 4, 4, the world is getting darker and darker. It's getting darker and darker. But the church is getting brighter and brighter. The church is getting brighter and brighter. Amen. How many with you say amen? Amen. amen? amen. The church is getting brighter and brighter. Amen. And it says, who the God of this world has blinded, uh, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. But we preach not ourselves. See, I'm preaching myself this morning. Who am I preaching? Christ, Jesus, the Lord, and, our, and our, ourselves, your servants, for Christ's sake. And I know your pastor, he's got a, your pastors both have a great servant's heart. And they're lovers. Amen. And Galatians 3, 3 says, Are you foolish that you have begun in the spirit and now being made perfect by the flesh? We don't want to do it in the flesh. Amen. We want to do what God's called us to do in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And, and the last thing I want to share is, is remember to be generous and to do good. Where, wherever you are. I was just in the, in the hotel. The lady brought me the towels, you know, the towels and stuff. And so I want to be a good witness. I'm going to leave some, some tracks in that room. That's how I got saved. Somebody gave me tracks in a restaurant. I was a busboy, and I, they, they left a tip and a track for the waitress. The waitress took the tip and said, Chris, you can take the track. <laughs> I took the track in the back. She got, what, $5, and I got eternal life. <laughs> I got eternal life. And so the same thing, I try to be nice. Like, I'm going to leave some tracks in the hotel room when we leave. So I gave her a tip when she, when she came and got the, uh, got the uh, 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 towels and everything. Because you, you want to share the love of Jesus with other people. They work hard. And Galatians 6, 6 says, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Whoever sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap life everlasting. 
I know many of you are probably praying for revival. We're praying for revival throughout the land, like, like in Asbury Seminary, Asbury College, and, and, and Lee University, and other places. We're, we're praying for revival to sweep our nation and our city. Amen. But you need to sow. You be praying, be praying, be praying. So, so we have a Sunday night Zoom prayer meeting. We also have another prayer meeting on Monday night. You go like, oh man, you guys are crazy. You prayed two nights in a row. Uh, no, praise God. You, can, you want to pray every day. You want to pray every day. A- amen. And let us not grow weary, and wa- while doing, wa- weary while doing good in due season. We shall reap if we do not lose heart. And therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are the household of faith. Amen. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. So we need to love each other. That doesn't mean I tell people in our church to go with it. Pastor, we're brothers and sisters. Does that mean I'm coming home to your house tonight? No. No. You know, you're not coming home to my house. <laughs> you need to get a job. <laughs> I'll pray for you to get a job. <laughs> and you can pay your own rent. <laughs> you know, praise God. Well, that's what I had to share. That's what I had to share today. Uh, pastor Mark, I'm just turning it over to you. Uh, I'll turn, turn it over to Pastor Mark. I love you. God bless you all. God bless you. I hope I was an encouragement today. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, I know we're not going to, I'm not going to. You know, it's, it's actually really so comforting to sit here and, and listen to him and, and listen and hear because he now has more stories than I do. <sighs> Amen. You know, the greatest story is what he talked about getting born again. So let's bow our heads for a moment before we receive the offering. Let's just talk about that. Father, in the name of Jesus, if there's anybody here or anybody watching that needs to be born again, that needs to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It's not enough to know about God. It's not enough to know of Him. It's not even enough to just believe in Him. Father, we have to believe in Him. We have to confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. We have to receive Him. So as heads are bowed and eyes are closed... If there's anybody here or anybody watching that you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life or you need to come back home, you need to come back to him. You've fallen away and you're not sure of your salvation. I can tell you Jesus loves you. God so loves you too. But you've got to believe in your heart and you've got to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. So if you're here and you'd say, Pastor, would you pray with me? I'll pray with you. Just raise your hand real high. I'm going to look around. Give it a moment. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Coming home. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. You know, today's the day of salvation. That's all I'm going to say it is. It's today's the day. So you need to make sure that you are. Amen. That you're born again. That you know Jesus. Because that's what we talked about. Being born again is being saved. Being born from above. Father, we thank you and praise you because of your grace and your mercy. Father, thank you for your forgiveness and thank you for your grace in our lives. 
Lord, thank you for the word that's been sown into our hearts. We just thank you for it now. We honor you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to receive uh, an offering for Pastor Chris and Belinda. Be a blessing. If you're making out a check, make it out to Harvest Bible Church. If you're giving online, you just have to click and you know, do the guest, guest minister, guest speakers there. Hallelujah. We're going to be a blessing to them. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, it is true. It is true, all the things that you share and stuff. But I, I praise God because they, they've, they've had such a heart. And it's, it's exciting in what they've had to do and be there. And I, and I thank God for the grace that God's given them to just love people. And, uh, you know, it's an, it's an interesting place. It really is. But it's a place that needs Jesus. Amen. And so let's sow into them. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's hold up our offerings right now. Father, we thank you and praise you. Your word says and declares that when we've been ministered unto spiritual things, that we can sow back into them natural things. And Father, the apostle Paul told the Philippian church because they ministered unto him in giving and receiving that his God, he said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So Lord, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you that we're bringing good seed. We're planting it into good ground. Thank you for it now, Lord. Thank you that every need that he has to be met in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for it, and it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's receive this offering here. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, I am not going to shake your hands. We're not going to be back there shaking your hands because on one side of the thing, you have one thing, and on the other side, you have another thing, and we have a 10-foot foyer. Okay? So you're not going to be able to get out. And uh, so we can, well, we'll go outside. We'll all go outside. Pastor Chris and I, we'll all go outside and mingle in the parking lot. How's that? So give us a chance to go do that. As soon as the ushers, we're going to wait for them to get the offering here. Ladies, you guys, all of your sign-ups there. There's, there's the Passover dinner for those of you that want to sign up for that and get the ticket there. And then uh, you guys, you're not, you know, you're not excused. You got to sign your name. If you come and your name's not on it, my name is at the top of the list in there. You'll see the one says for the steak, says Pastor Mark. I signed first, okay? I'm going to be here. So we got a, we got a, you know, uh, a good guy, the good young man that's going to be sharing on that day. So you want to come and be blessed. But sign up so we know, you know, and so that we can have a nice steak for you and then eggs and stuff. We can have a lot of fun. We have a lot of good times. So thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. So it'll be a big blessing. Amen. So we're just waiting on the ushers right now, but God is good. Good stuff. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Chris and Belinda. We love you. You guys are precious, and thank you for being here. Great word. And if you guys think about it, do pray. You know, I pray for them. You know, we, we love them. We pray for them uh, because they are Right there, they're, they're, they are running a rescue mission right in the midst, in the heart of the city, of what's going on. You know, little things that you see. You know, I talked to him about some stuff that I didn't even get to do. He had to do it. You know, when you got what ten, eleven year old kids running around with backpacks and they're using them as gun runners. They all have, you know, Glocks in their little backpacks to to run through different things through the streets and stuff. And you have issues and stuff. And but thank God that there are people that get born again all the time. And people that are getting helped and getting touched. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, you've heard me tell the story. The church is right between 
the uh, beer distributor or liquor store thing, beer distributor, and the funeral home. And those three things are the most prosperous things there. The funeral home, the church, yeah, you know, they're doing their job to kill everybody. We're doing our job to try to save everybody. And they're doing their job to bury everybody, okay? So it is, you know, it's, it is what it is. Hallelujah. But uh, thank God for his grace. Amen.